in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Maximize Your Medicare podcast. While the information on this podcast is believed to be correct, you should verify all facts. Nothing in this podcast is to be construed as financial advice. It is not the offer for you to purchase any instrument or any interest in any financial contract, including but not limited to insurance. The opinions expressed in this podcast are mine and mine alone. They are not affiliated with the Department of Health and Human Services or financial institution. All right, everybody, as you know, in this day and age, women hold all the power and leverage at home, as most males like myself know. And these days, the modern woman has a lot of different roles to play and standing up for themselves and a certain set of challenges, of course, that go along with that. Today's podcast, I welcome my friend, Deb, Deborah St. Hilaire. She is the author of Devolution, the evolution and revolution of the diva. I thought we would talk about some of these issues that are uniquely facing women today, uh, particularly working women like Deb is, and welcome her to our show. Thanks. Hello. How are you today? Good. I'm good. Thank you. So, Devolution. How did you come up with this idea as a book? And tell me what the background of, you know, creating this was. All right. About 13 years ago, a friend of mine and I started watching women suffering because roles were changing. The the paradigm shift was beginning to take place back then. Right. And we were fighting for equal wages. At the time, we still are. Still fighting. That still is not a complete battle, but it's getting there. It's better than it was 10 years ago. Sure. And we saw young mothers entering the workplace with very high degrees, not earning as much as their male counterparts, and suffering because they are away from their children, which is painful to leave your child when it's that young. And we started writing divaisms and wrote a book called Divaisms. And we when read, was that? That was in nineteen ninety four ish. Okay. Okay. And we went around and did workshops for people and we it was doing quite well actually. And then she got pregnant and moved away and her husband went back to school and we just stopped doing it. So this book has been in my heart all these years. And I had the opportunity to take some time off of my busy life and focus on writing the book, and I did it. What do you think today, if I had to say, if you had to make a top three list, uh, is there any particular set or any different set of priorities? What are three of the biggest issues that you would say that face a per I guess they call it the sandwich generation, right? You've got kids underneath, you've got elderly parents above, so you in the middle as a working woman, a woman in, let's just, who's an adult, clearly, uh, with adult responsibilities. If you had to call the three most important dominant, you know, kind of conflicts or issues out there for a woman today, what do you, 
in your opinion? Well, the situation that I was in prior to writing this book was that exactly that. I had my son in college, my mother very ill, right. and a booming career that was very difficult for me to leave. And I had to juggle all three of those. Plus cooking, cleaning, blah, blah, blah. And I was a single mom to boot. So that was that Sounds was like a busy time of life. It's in really an overwhelming number of plates to be spinning, mm-hmm. right, as a, you know the circus act mm-hmm. and trying to not to have a, a plate fall on the ground and, and crash. Exactly. Yeah, but it can be done. And part of the devolution is building that support system to help women do that. And so what, they don't get overwhelmed. What are the, to you? What are the most important parts of that support system? I guess that's really what I want to get to. I think as as a younger mother, a big part of that support system would be to have someone that you know, like, and trust raise your children okay. while you're working. Right. Um, another part of that support system would be to have another adult figure in in that child's life and for you to lean on and I, it doesn't really matter if it's a partner a life partner or your parents or a sibling it doesn't really matter who that is as long as it's somebody that you love and trust well certainly these days it seems like parents older are certainly helping a great deal more mm-hmm. in the day-to-day life i guess at some point in time the balance however switches mm-hmm. right uh your parent, your grand, your parent, or the grandparent starts to become weaker just mm-hmm. because of father time, or you know, medical or health, or you know, also their mental capacity may not be as great as right. when they were younger. And then, boom, that role changes. Your roles reverse, and now all of a sudden, you're a parent to two sets of mm-hmm. people: mm-hmm. your actual offspring plus your parents. Yes. What do you? What is a woman to do? Usually, it's my experience that uh, you know most of that responsibility, uh, and sorry to be gender discriminating, but gets handed over to the woman if or it the does. daughter. It if, does. Is that right? Yes, that's. So very it's not right. only me that thinks that. No. It's, <laughs> okay. Okay. No. Although I think you know, Jay, I think in today's world, men do take a more active role than they did. Back when my mother was caring for her parents. Of course, of course. That, that's, Which that is seems... significant, right? I right. think. And, it, and it, it says good things about men. <laughs> Thank you. A <laughs> <laughs> <Of>, few. <of, laughs> <laughs> Tell me, how, is, how in that case do you get the support system you need? I mean... You, you ask. And who do you ask? Well... You ask good friends. Um, you ask neighbors. And that's what the devolution is about, too. It's about knowing that you have, you need to develop, maintain, and maintain these relationships. Not only because some someday you might need them, but because it's good for your psyche, right. you know? and. Sure. Someday you may need them. <laughs> and had it not been for the built-ins that I had, right. I would not have been able to care for my mother, who was an hour and a half away from me. Are there negatives to that whole thing? I guess my question then becomes, you're now dealing with your network, your personal friendship network. 
What are some of the downfalls of, and to the extent is, is there a point at which, yes, your friend wants to help, but there are limitations to that as far as, you know, maybe, for example, they need, you need legal advice or something mm. like that. And your friends, they have their own opinions and things like that. How do you, uh, mm. how would you advise other working women to balance that, right? Because they may need an expert or some kind of very specific set of knowledge, which, yes, a friend may be too close to the action in a way. Right. Yeah, I then they need an expert. If you need an expert, you need an expert. And very often there are, if you don't have that direct contact with an expert, very often there are friends that do. Right. And right. so you can still utilize that friendship. And I don't mean to sound like you're using your friends, but that's what friends are for. They're to come together. That's a community, a family that you create yourself. And we all like to help each other. So now you're, you were saying that when you were, if I go back to, you know, your own personal experience and you had an elderly mother at a particular point in time, tell me how, what that was like. That was very hard. It was, I was a realtor and business was booming. And so right. I was very, very busy. I sure. worked 10, 12 hours a day usually. Right. And um, my mother became ill so luckily we had the internet right and i would go to see her with my laptop and i would stay at the hospital with her for days on end sure. and and yet i was still able to work i was still able to talk to because of cell phones i was still able to carry on my business as usual i would set everything all my showings up for the days that i was in town was there good enough information at the time in terms of you know, you've got to juggle conversations with doctors you've got to handle bills right because your mother mm -hmm. you know cannot do so what did you do at that time i have a very very good family and i thought everybody did at one time but that's it's times like that that you find out how truly good your family is right i have a sibling um one sister but i have many cousins there were 13 kids in my mom's family and we were all raised as close as or closer than most siblings are so everybody kind of took a job and we went through all all of those aunts and uncles becoming ill and eventually dying together and we all knew what we could do and what we couldn't do and we all helped each other and there was no it was sad of course losing all of them and I wish that everybody had that kind of network that I did because although it was very painful it was that part of my life was never totally overwhelming because there was always somebody there to help me well so you are very fortunate. Yes. What is a what is a woman to do? What's a person to do, really, if they find themselves without that built-in support system on day one? What would you say are the most important, you know, components, or what should they do next? Boy, that that's so difficult. I would say the main thing that you had to do would be to prioritize. Because there's always going to be something that can take a back seat for now. When a loved one is sick and you're not going to have them that much longer, you need to spend as much time as you possibly can with that person, whether right. you like them or not. Right. Because a lot of times bridges can be mended when people are dying. Sure. And um, 
And boy, when you're over that that hump, you better get some some um, support systems in place to deal with to aftermath deal with or everything. everything you've if, gone you, through. if you're going to go through it again, remember how how it felt to not have those and form those and be there for somebody else. You know, that's when any experience you go through, if you have a really hard time going through it, if you know somebody else that, that is going to be going to be there for them right. because you know how difficult it is. So what's so up? Reach out. Just You just have to reach out. You'd be surprised how many people there are that are willing to help you. Absolutely. Absolutely. There are a number, especially now, and like you said, with the information age, there's mm-hmm. a lot of resources out there and things like that. So back to devolution and, you know, your your activities around here. What's up next for Deb? Well, I've started an LLC called The Devolution. Okay. And we have our radio <clears throat> show on Tuesday nights on thedevolution.com at 7 p.m. And that's kind of the fun part of The Devolution. And it's a movement, and we're trying to bring women together to form those exact support groups that we were talking about and decrease the pettiness and the gossip and make it be how we're supposed to be, nurturing spirits. So it's devolution.com, and the, it, you can just click it's there. It's the. the de, so what's the exact website again? Thedevolution.com. Okay, and that's on at what time? Seven, Seven o'clock on Tuesday night. So at 7 o'clock on Tuesday nights, they can go on and you're live from the studio and yes. things like that? Mm-hmm. Got it. And people call in or they it's can. just you and other people or how does that work? Yes and yes, they can call in. It is us and other people. We also have a chat room. Gotcha. So it's fun. It's really, it is the light, lighthearted part of the devolution of the movement. We also have a a um, devolution project. It's called the devolution project where monthly we're going to work on something inside of ourselves, making ourselves healthier, making ourselves more um, positive, whatever we decide. And at the same time, we're going to do something outside of ourselves in the community. And I I hope that that's going to be worldwide. Right now we have quite a few chapters that are going to join us throughout the United States. So how do these chapters work? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We're starting in May. Next next time you're on the podcast, we'll have that that all sorted (laughs) out, right? Yes. So any, well, like I said to us, to you before we got on here, you know, certainly it's my experience that women are by far the quarterback, point guard, whatever you want to call it, you know, the center focus of, you know, the extended family as a whole and the number of issues just so overwhelming, you know, in reality. And that's stereotypical, you know, unfortunately, but the, that stereotype, that stereotype exists. We are a matriarchal society, <laughs> aren't we? Right. <laughs> Certain stereotypes, uh, you know, are probably going to stay in place, you know, for some period. And, you know, of course, the evolution and all your effort and, you know, the different types of issues that face a woman today, that is, you know, very, very important. And, of course, that's what I've been telling people about, you know, the book, Maximize Your Medicare mm-hmm. as well, right? Because one of those topics is to, you know, take care of a woman's health. Just And especially when you're talking about dealing with parents that are mm-hmm. adult, who are aging and father time is starting to take over and, you know, eventually win. And then all of a sudden, as if you didn't have enough things to deal with <laughs> and to contend with, 
then you have a whole not, another set of issues. So Right. And not only those issues, it's understanding all of that is so totally complicated. Right. Right. Sure. So, well, Deb, that's perfect. Thank you very much for joining me today. And devolution, the evolution and revolution of the diva. You can, but where can you get this? You can get it on at Amazon on um, Bar- from Barnes and Noble. You can get it from my website, and pretty soon. And the on, website name again. My website's name is it's my coaching business website is okay. skiesthelimitonline.net. Okay, skiesthelimitonline.net. Right. You can buy the copy directly from me the, from you directly from me, and okay. I'll even autograph it and send it to you. Very good. Thanks again for joining me. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye.